Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Jess Warrington. Jess Warrington is the General Manager for North America for CloudBlue and leads CloudBlue's sales and pre-sales team in North America, as well as having responsibility for CloudBlue's overall go-to-market strategy in the region. CloudBlue partners with the world's leading service providers like T-Mobile, CDW, Lenovo, Telefonica, and Telstra, to name a few, to empower them to scale in the digital economy by providing a technology solution to automate end-to-end digital supply chain and enabling cross-connecting ecosystems. Well, good afternoon, Jess. Welcome to the show. Super excited to be here, Brian. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, Jess. I appreciate it. And I know we traverse uh, time zones. You're on the Pacific coast and here in the Midwest. So I appreciate uh, your flexibility. And just moving forward, we're going to jump right into these questions here. Let's talk about your career in technology, sales, management, and now you're the general manager for North America for Cloud Blue. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's two sides of the same coin, Brian. Um, for me, the most important thing is you have to be extremely passionate about what you're doing. Um, and earlier in my career, I used to think of, of passion as something that you either had or you, or you, or you don't. Right. And then you have to go find it. I think as I, as I've, uh, gone further in my career, it's something that you actually can actively cultivate, right? You can go seek out, you know, those, those areas of, of your career or, your, or business or the market that, that drive you to have that passion. And, and it can absolutely be developed. Uh, for example, I was I studied biology and physics uh, when I was in in university, and now I'm in software, and and that's what motivates me today. So totally totally different from what I thought you know was my passion early on. And I think the the key to this is it helps you run faster, right? The the more passionate you are about what you're doing, the more you can do, and the more you can do fast. At CloudBlue, we talk about velocitization. You know, this, this is the concept where you get used to moving at extremely high speeds, like when you're in an airplane going, you know, 500, 600 miles an hour, and you look out the window and, and it looks like everything is moving really slow down below, but you're actually moving, you know, incredibly fast, right? And, um, and this is what inspires me, right? How, how technology is moving extremely fast and, and almost to the point we don't notice it. So if you look at, you know, industry leaders that are super passionate about what they do, whatever it is, Netflix or Peloton or Tesla, and, you know, where cars were, or where, you know, in-home exercise was, you know, four or five years ago, it's totally changed. And it's that passion that, that drives the innovation and it drives the ability for technology to sort of change how businesses and how people, you know, interact with the world. And that's what inspires me. Thank you. I appreciate the share. Uh, you're absolutely right. When you're passionate about something, um, you know, there's that saying, of course, if, if you really love what you do, you don't really work a day in your life. And and I totally agree with that. So I appreciate the share. And just talk to us about your overall go-to-market strategy for Cloud Blue and how digital marketplaces are transforming the business landscape today. Yeah. So we we look at the proliferation of marketplaces, you know, all over the world. And like digital marketplaces are, I mean, the the concept is expanding, you know, like I was saying earlier, at unimaginable pace. Like the number of marketplaces are, are you know, extreme right now. And it's just, it's accelerating. And, and the reason for this is businesses are now wanting to consume solutions. They're wanting to consume outcomes the same way, you know, consumers do, the same way end customers do. Just as, you know, you or I would go on 
and, and, you know, do a quick search on Amazon, two clicks, and it shows up at our door in five minutes, right? This is how businesses want to interact with their partners and their channel and their customers, right? So the way that, you know, Cloud Blue looks at the market is we want to reduce the friction for both the IP owner, those that have something to sell, and those that are operating marketplaces and connect these two so that the, uh, the seamless interaction digitally, you know, can happen at scale. The, the, cha- the market challenge is that if you, don't have, if you don't have a framework, if you don't have a platform to access these digital marketplaces, the operational overhead to manage, you know, keep up with the speed, keep up with the you know, speed of transformation you know, that we were speaking about earlier, it just becomes too uh, overwhelming from a cost perspective. So we're simplifying this, this journey for our partners so that they can access the market opportunity that's in this, in this overall digital marketplace, you know, economic expansion. Thank you, Jess. And I appreciate that because a lot of providers now is, is really that's their edge on, the, on their competition is, is helping their customers be able to access those marketplaces uh, in a moment's notice and be able to scale with them. So thank you. Jess, talk to us about some of your cloud technology innovations so our audience can learn a little bit more. Yeah, I think we we are in the market right now. the the um, The tagline that we're bringing is XAS simplified. And what do we mean by XAS? We're saying anything as a service, right? And and the key here is, you know, going back to businesses wanting to consume the way that consumers do. That they want to be able to access anything, whether it's a, you know, a device, a managed services, a combination of, of hardware and software, this business outcome as a service, right? And this is a difficult transition for companies that have been, mar- been in market for a long time because, you know, historically, there's a very linear relationship with partners and customers. You sell, you know, you sell a box to someone, you walk away and you go sell a box to someone else if you're this IP owner. Now you've got to manage a, a life cycle of a customer relationship and making sure that this customer experience over the course of the life cycle of the subscription, you know, is meeting or exceeding you know, that expectation in order to capitalize on, on the market opportunity and stay in front of what technology is. So we're giving our customers the ability to transform into this anything as a service model um, in a way where they can you know, sell a single product, they can sell a subscription, they can bundle them together. You know, in a digital manner that creates a, a lower touch, you know, market strategy. It takes a lower touch sell uh, with fewer direct salespeople and more reach to end customers. Going back to this digital marketplace pr- proliferation, um, you know, that the inherent complexity in all of this is is massive, right? There's sales challenges and how you are incentivizing team. There's financial challenges changing from uh, a. a revenue recognition model that now is is recurring versus a one-time uh, you know spiky revenue recognition uh, approach so across the organization you know we we strip down the complexity so that our partners can get to market and take advantage of this market opportunity thank you Jess and I appreciate that the XAS or the anything as a service has really um, changed some things as you know over the years there's different uh, subscription services obviously you can you can access, but um, I like this concept of anything as a service. So appreciate the share. And just last question, could you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in technology or sales? 
Absolutely. I think the the biggest thing for me is um, early in my career, or let's say right, right out of college, you know, when you, when you look at a, a job posting, you know, online, you know, everything, everything was about being results oriented. Um, and, and look, I think the, the scoreboard with, with how we all measure our businesses is on financial results. So we are all inherently results oriented or need to be in, in order to, to grow in business. Um, but as I've, as I've gone, you know, as I've gone farther, you know, I think being, you know, maniacally focused on process and those elements that you can control because I can't, I don't have control. I, none of us have control out of an individual result, um, you know, day in and day out, but we can control the process that leads right up to that result to give us the best chance of, of achieving what we're actually trying to. Um, from uh, the book Atomic Habits that I'm reading, it talks about you don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems or you fall to the level of your habits, right? So in order to achieve sort of the, the growth or, you know, level of success that you want, you've got to elevate that, that baseline. And what that means is, you know, day in and day out, you know, after every day, I have one more day of experience, you know, how far did I push, you know, you know, leveraging that passion to give me the ability to run faster, you know, each day, whether it's, you know, cultivating, you know, our uh, network, whether it's developing, you know, market knowledge by doing research to make sure to make my baseline the next day better. And, you know, creating this flywheel effect where that, you know, those habits focus on that process and that's going to lead to the result. If I just set a result target or a goal and you know, sort of, you know, put that as a North star, but don't have, you know, just extreme focus on, you know, the process that's going to help give me the best chance to achieve or overachieve that result. Um, then I've seen many, many times where, you know, we don't get there. So I think that, you know, the key to it is, you know, focusing on that process and, and understanding the elements of the process that you can control and those that you can't. Right. And that, and that's you know, easier said than done. Um, but it's, but it's absolutely critical and it allows for you to sort of you know, disassociate a bit from some of the, uh, you know, external pressure, cause you can leave what you can't control, you know, off to the side and, and focus on, you know, the task at hand and then the long-term result will deliver itself. Thank you, Jess. I appreciate that. Appreciate the gems you've shared with us and our audience today. So most appreciated. And Jess, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Likewise, Brian. Thanks for having me. Bye for now. Bye for now.